close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. I'm so glad you're here with me today. The topic is how to know your angels are listening. Before we begin, a special hello to my listeners in Boston Spa, New York. So glad to have you here. I see they're listening week after week and it's exciting. Let's jump into this because a lot of times people ask me, they, they kind of feel like they don't have angels or theirs aren't with them because they just don't know the signs that their angels are listening to them, which is what inspired today's episode. So the just to kind of kind of go over a little bit of this here, some of you who are regular listeners already heard this, but there's always somebody new. The veil between the world of the physical and the world of spirit is a fragile one. Many can sense the angelic realm, but they can't quite touch it. They can't access it or communicate with it, but they have that longing, a yearning to do that. So if you're one of those who wish to communicate with your angels and spirit guides, I think you are. Why would you be here on my podcast? You might be wondering, are they listening? How do I get the attention of my angels? So it is a gift, a spiritual gift to be able to communicate freely with angels and guides. To some people, it's second nature. I was born with it. I was lucky with that. But other people struggle with it. But I made it my mission to try to help everybody who wants to, everybody who comes to me, help them be able to communicate with their angels. A lot of people are wrestling with self-doubt or self-worth, which can get in the way of taking on any new skill. But these are your angels and your spirit guides, and they're waiting patiently for you to communicate with them, and they will wait as long as it takes. It's not a race. If you get there when you get there. For those of you who are struggling with this, just be reassured that talking to your angels can be learned. First off, they hear you talking to them. It's you hearing their messages and they're receiving their guidance that's the issue. Just need to be observant and make some space in your life for your angels and guides to find a way to communicate with you and be patient. There, It is sort of like charades with the other side in a way, not to make light of this, but they're trying to figure out the best way to get your attention. What gets your attention? What's the best way that you can hear them? Will it be while you're sleeping? Will it be that between sleeping and waking and waking and sleeping? Will it be when you're meditating? Once they this is achieved, once they figure this out and, and you figure it out for yourself too, 
the line of communication can give great insights into your path with them and help with any difficulties that you might be facing. So it's a valuable experience contemplating your life path, where you've been, where you are, where you're going, and why. Let's talk about these signs that your angels and guides are listening to you, that they're hearing you. There's so many little signs that you're getting. Once you start looking for them, once you know what they are and you're looking for them, you're alert, suddenly you're going to see them everywhere. I see this with my clients all the time. They're like, Ivory, I'm seeing 444 everywhere. Ivory, I'm seeing coins that shouldn't be there. All kinds of things. When you're talking to your angelic team, mulling over an issue, speaking with them about your struggles, and one of these following signs happens, which I'll go into in detail, you know your angels were listening to you. They heard your words. They heard they heard your thoughts. They understood that you need their assistance. So the first one is feathers. That's a big one for me. A little feather floating down and landing on your face, finding a feather in a strange place. Usually it's a white feather, but it doesn't have to be. I'm going to tell you um, my experiences with feathers, if you haven't heard before, that is how my master guide got my attention and kept telling me, yes, yes, I'm your master guide. I was finding, once I said, please, I knew who he was. I had a dream. I saw him. He told me his name, Sir Marius. And I said, Sir Marius, please give me a sign that you're with me. Boom. I started finding these little white feathers in weird places, like in the butter dish in my refrigerator. It's in a closed container, in a closed container, in a closed refrigerator. I don't have birds in my house. So how did a little white feather get on top of the butter placed right on top of it? I found it in a jewelry case that's been closed for years that was brand new jewelry. I had only opened it, looked at it, kind of tucked it away. Hadn't been opened in years. There's a little feather. I found it in a closed little knickknack container that can hold rings and things in it. It was just resting down and there wasn't there before. So you can start finding feathers in odd places. If you're out on a walk in nature and you're finding feathers on the path, that's not that's not what we're talking about. That's natural. There's feathers out. There's birds all over outside. But let's say you're sitting on a bench. This happened with a client sitting on a bench and you're thinking about your angels and wondering if they hear you and asking them for a sign. And you look down and there's white feather there that wasn't there before, right by your foot. Things like that, that just are out of place, uh, really catching your attention. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about feathers later in the show. i got something interesting to talk to you about. But first, I want to talk about finding things. Uh, It's kind of like um, things get lost and then suddenly they're returned. I had a young girl who was living with me for a while. And we lived down in El Mirage in the Phoenix area. She took her jacket off outside on the the backyard swing, left it there. It's got a high wall around it. There's only a few of us living in the home at the time. None of us had been out there. She went out to get her jacket. It's gone. And she's like, I know I left my jacket there. We looked all over the house. It wasn't that big of a house. That jacket was nowhere to be found. And about a week later, it shows up again on the porch swing on the back porch. Things like that. The other one is things turning up that shouldn't be there. And probably the biggest one is coins. 
uh, finding pennies has long been thought to be spirit communication. When I lived in Cave Creek, Arizona, before I moved up here to the Sedona area, I had some weird things happening where I would just, I had a massage table on the second floor in a guest room. And I went up there to do, to put some stuff in the closet up there. And there were stacks of coins on my massage table that were not there before. And I went, huh, took the coins, put them away in the little coin holder. And later, maybe a day or so later, I went out and I had a garage door I had to open. It wasn't connected to the house. So I went out, opened the garage door. And just inside that automatic garage door is stacks of coins, quarters, nickels, dimes, all stacked in the correct spot, just barely inside the garage door. There's no there's no rhyme or reason for those being there. That went on for quite a while. So pay attention to things like that. Another one is a scent. When you walk into the room and you smell an aroma, it's always going to be something really pleasant. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, scents that are associated with angels. I talk about that in my book. But uh, some of the few you might you might smell is like um, rosemary and rose. Uh, some people smell jasmine. Uh, some people smell that holy scent that you really can't quite identify. I associate that with Mar- with Mother Mary, but some people smell that with the presence of angels. It's not like anything else you've ever smelled. It's just incredibly beautiful. It's floral, but there's something else there you can never quite identify. And some feel that the scent of frankincense or myrrh is about the presence of Archangel Michael. Remember that angels draw near to hold, protect, and guide us on our earthly walk. They bring love, hope, and divine inspiration. Angels show us the way and shine a light for us. They have made an agreement with us, made long before our birth, that they're going to aid us in times of need and keep us focused on our life's journey so that we learn what we came here to learn. We have the experiences we need. So another thing is light. Because angels in the in the actual celestial realm are beings of light, they most often show themselves as light forms. So if you might see balls of light, flashes of bright light, shapes in the clouds, rainbows can appear when you look up and then suddenly they're gone. Strange shapes or balls of light turning up in photographs. All of these can be signs that angels are near. So the different ways that I've seen them and can see them every day is sparks of light, little angelic sparks of light. They're usually white, gold, or silver, but they can be uh, pastel color. They can be royal blue is a pretty popular one. Another one is what I call soft balls of light. Not soft balls. It's not a sports game. Soft balls of light. They can be between the size of a golf ball, and I've seen them as big as a basketball. They can float gently across the room. They can flash in and out. They can move around the room. And the other thing is uh, very bright flashes of light. Usually I've seen those when I was in grave danger and I would see like the room would light up. I'm I'm really aging myself here, but remember flashes on cameras, how bright they were, they would blind you brighter than that. I had one where I was sitting in a dark room and I was in a house that uh, that I was having a lot of negative, dark energy aimed at me. So I'm sitting in a dark room looking at my laptop and it's dark. 
And then all of a sudden the entire room, I could see it in my laptop screen, the entire room lit up like brighter than it is in there in noon. <laughs> and I could see everything in my room and then boom, it went away again. And I could feel angels as that happened. I could feel the frequency rising dramatically around me with the presence of angels. They just, uh, another thing they do when you really, like you're in danger, you're really frightened, then you could see a silent arc, like a rainbow, a white rainbow go across the room and it's just absolutely silent. I've seen that a few times again when I was terrified or in danger. These are all ways I've seen angels. If you've seen them different ways of in forms of light, please share it. I'd love to know. Everyone listening to this show is interested in angels, so they'll want to know too. Another one is energy. So just like spirit can do, angels can connect to you through energy. White noise is one way. Um, either during a TV program or when you're listening to music, they can flicker lights, they can turn them on or off. They're particularly good at manipulating cell phones. Uh, again, spirit is too, but we're talking about angels right now. They can pull up photos on your cell phone. They can leave messages. They can text you. They can cause your phone to glitch. They can make appliances in your kitchen, your garage door malfunction temporarily. They can do all kinds of things. So if you're asking for help and you're asking your angels for a sign and this happens, it's a direct response to what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're asking them for. Another one is sequencing, which is more commonly known as angel numbers. So if you keep seeing the same number sequence over and over, please pay attention. That is a really big way I consider it angelic shorthand. It can happen by seeing the same numbers on your phone, on license plate, on a clock, pretty much anywhere. So um, sometimes you might be playing a game and your score keeps having the same series of numbers. I had a, a, a while where I was playing a game on my phone and for about six weeks, I was seeing four, 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 four. And I thought, well, maybe it's always does that, but it hasn't done it since. So when that happens, your angels are getting a message through to you trying to, and you can look up a really great site. I'll put this in the show notes as well, so you can see it, but enter into a Google search. Angel Numbers, Joanne Scribes. My angels love that site. Ever since the first time I came across it, they're like, oh, and I think I know why. So you can see the numbers repetitively and then look there like 111, 1111, whatever it may be. And it gives you three different possibilities of what it might mean. And I like that because none of us are cookie cutter. You're not me. I'm not you. We're all individuals. And so it gives you three different possibilities and you can read the different options of what your angels might be trying to say and see if, if one of them feels right to you. For me, I get a I get a yes from my angels, a physical yes of chills through my body. The more important it is for me, the more intense the chills. Yours might be different. You might just get a feeling. Speaking of physical sensations, that is another way that your angels let you know that they're listening. It's more direct. You could get a ringing in your ears, that angel ear. You could have a sudden feeling like your ears are underwater or popping. I, I get that underwater feeling a lot where suddenly I, I can hear, but I can't hear 
very well. And it can happen when you're in danger, when someone's not being honest with you, or they just trying to get your attention quickly. So you need to start looking around. What do I need to pay attention to or stop doing? Because it could be either one. It happens quickly, unexpectedly, and it is absolutely to get your attention. Another way you can tell if your angels are close by and responding is feeling them. So I get chills. Um, and, and again, in my book, I talk about how to figure out how you feel the presence of angels. Could be a tingling sensation. It could be warmer or cooler. You could feel a gentle touch. You can practice feeling the energy of angels. And once you know how you feel it, then you're going to know when they're trying to get your attention. Or if you say, angels, I need your help. And you feel that, you know, okay, they're hearing me. They're here. And my book, Let Your Angels Lead, goes into how to do that in great detail. The other one is another one is psychic experiences. So when you become more sensitive to angelic communication, you might experience clairaudience clairvoyance, or other psychic gifts. You will see, hear, feel, smell, or sense your angels. Most people have one or two gifts, although some have all of them. And these are psychic experiences you did not have before for, for many people. If you never thought of yourself as having psychic ability, boom, suddenly you do. Your angels are using these gifts to get your attention, to say, yes, we're here. We hear you. We're with you. We're on the job. They could appear and speak to you. That's profound. It's the ultimate attention-grabbing moment when they do that. Sometimes an angel will pass you by and smile at you, and you feel a glow from head to toe. Or they will speak to you, say something profound, and be gone. They can say it into your ear. You could hear it in your head like a thought. And sometimes a person. I've had people, angels posing as people, help me say things to me, and then they're gone. And you might have experienced that as well. Sometimes they'll appear at the side or bottom of your bed, and you will feel your angels. You'll wake up and talk to them if it's the, as if it's the most natural thing in the world, and then go right back to sleep. And in the morning, you will know, you'll be aware that something profound has happened for you. You're going to feel an insight or inspiration or feel comforted about something that's going to happen of which you feel you have no control over. So now you're open to angelic communication and you're aware of the different ways that they could be saying, yes, I'm here. Yes, I hear you. You need to stay present. Accept the message you're given. And even if you don't understand it, say thank you, angels, and just be grateful for it. Generally, all will become clear sooner or later. Sometimes time has to unfold, and in divine time, you will know exactly what that message means. And over time, these help you build your link to the spirit world, which is where angels are as well. So here are some tips for connecting with your angels, how to bring this all back about a little faster. Number one, create sacred space. You know, I have that in my living room. Angels dwell in the divine. So create a space that embodies that for you. You can light candles. You can play soft, beautiful music. You can have an angelic piece of art or a painting, whatever you want that just feels angelic crystals. 
that hold your intention to send out the message you're ready and willing to accept your angel's guidance. I have in my living room this beautiful angel statue holding angelic crystals with little angel statues around it that clients have given me. And the other thing is I play harp. So sometimes when I want to have really good quality time communicating with my angels, I'll pull my harp out and start playing that verse because it's associated with angels and I love it. It helps me get in the right space. Another thing you can do is clear your inner and outer spaces. So you're probably aware you can use sage or Palo Santo to smudge rooms and areas and purify the energy. Clearing your internal space is just as important, though. So before you try to connect with your angels, do some deep breathing and just spend a few minutes relaxing your mind and body. Visualize brilliant, bright white light flooding through you from your crown chakra here at the top of your head, down, purifying your energy all the way through your root chakra, the tailbone. Next, ask. Your angels are always there, but we can't just assume their help and guidance. You must ask for it. Remember to say, angels, I need you to intervene on my behalf and do specify whatever it is, just not how to do it. Be clear. Be clear of your motivation, your intentions. The clearer you can be with what you need, the stronger the energy will support your connection to angels. And hand it all over. When you're ready to ask for guidance, then be prepared to hand over all your concerns and fears around that issue to your angels. I like to visualize, it was given to me by my angels, this thing where I close my eyes, I visualize that all of those worries and fears are wrapped up in this beautiful package and I literally hand it to my angels and they take it and then I'm done. It's in their hands. And that's the truth of the situation. Believe with all your heart and soul that the answers are going to come to you in divine time. Your answers might be instant, but they also might not. Know that they will come to you at the perfect time. Be patient. And the other thing is be grateful. Offer deep gratitude and appreciation to your angels for always being there. Remember, angels show their presence in many ways. And as you develop working with your angels, you will start to recognize how they're reaching out to you. And the possibilities are endless. Next, I'm going to tell you about a few crystals that encourage angelic communication. One is angel aura quartz. It is an ethereal crystal, most beloved for its mystical reflective appearance. With a silvery, iridescent exterior and all the colors of the rainbow are seemingly entrapped within this stone, rendering it a representative of the angelic realm. With dancing reflections of light and color, Angel Aura Quartz is a powerful messenger of peace, love, and connection to the divine. Using this stone can help you to transmute negative emotions into positive ones, reminding you of your own innate goodness and purity. It helps to integrate the light body into the physical dimension. Hold a piece of Angel Aura Quartz in your hand to encourage angelic communications and guidance. Next, I'm going to talk uh, together about quartz and platinum. It's the perfect duo to amplify your vibrational communication with spirit. The power of quartz is down, is within the, the crystal itself. It's got an electric charge that's released when the crystal is put under pressure. 
platinum has the highest vibrational energy of all the metals and is a very suitable choice in jewelry as it's hypoallergenic. It's known to enhance your spiritual connection to the angelic realms. Healers use it to block, clear blockages, repair the aura, and then place protection around the aura. These two powerful energies together make it the perfect crystal for use in talking to your angels. And the last one is Celestine. I use a lot of it. I have I have a bowl of it here. I give to my clients when I need they need it. So this is Celestine. It instills peace. It's known as a teacher crystal, and this crystal is widely believed to have the ability to jumpstart awareness of your higher self. It's used by those starting out on their path of self-discovery by or by those who've become lost to recover higher consciousness. It is the crystal to work with when contacting your guardian angel or for creating a clear channel when opening up to explore celestial realms in general. Celestine promotes awareness and sensitivity of the etheric self, which is your higher self, by identifying troubled parts of the aura and restoring balance. Celestine reveals truths and shows what is hidden and aids with acceptance. Hold a piece of Celestine in your hand like this or like this when you speak to your angels. Place a piece on your nightstand near your head to encourage angelic communication while you sleep. Angel signs can happen anytime, sometimes when you least expect it, but I just want you to know, I want you to get clear signs and know that your angels are hearing what you are asking for. They hear your words. When you receive a sign as you're asking for angelic assistance, your angelic team is letting you know you have definitely been heard. Remember again to ask your angels to intervene on your behalf. That is important words. Or they might stand back and allow you to exercise your free will. So um, I want to tell you that in the, the extension of this show, which is over on my Patreon page called The Angel Room, the topic is going to be the meaning of different feather colors. And you'll have free access to that. You don't have to join my Patreon. You don't have to pay to join anything to see the podcast extensions to watch those videos and get that information. So again, on Patreon, it's The Angel Room. Uh, next week's topic, I have a guest, Christelle Arcucci. You're going to love this. We're talking about reducing stress and living aligned. That's going to be a great episode. Happy New Year to all of you. It's been so wonderful having another year to share information with you and just getting to know so many of you. I appreciate the feedback. I love your comments and your suggestions. In the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. Arizona time for another enlightening episode.